This is a classic Rashi Sikha with a couple of questions on Rashi and with one answer all of the questions will be answered and then there even is a beautiful Hira, a beautiful lesson at the end. Aleph so, Sarimeno passed away, and Avram wants to acquire a place where he could bury Sarimeno, and ultimately a place that would become a burial place for the Avois and the Imohis. So he goes to the Bnei Ches and he asks them for the Maras Machpela. So they say to him, the Apostlech says, Nesiyah lekimata b'sechenu b'mivchar kvareinu kveres b'secha ish mimenu es kivre leyichle mimcha mekveres b'secha Take whatever you want. No one's going to hold back. No one's going to stop you from using their property to bury Sarah imenu. Avram answers, Talk to Ephraim and Soichar, and he should give me the Maras Machpela. He should give it to me. Bekesef Mali. Bekesef Mali. What does it mean? Bekesef Mali. Bekesef Mali literally means with full money. So what does that mean? So Rashi says, Bekesef Mali. Ashalim Kol Shavya. I'll pay the full value. I will pay the full value of. The the Maaretz Machpelah, and Rashi continues. V'chein David Amar La Ravna bekesef Mali, and also David Amelach when he wanted to buy the garden, the silo that ultimately would become the place where the Beis Hamikdash was built. He tells Aravna he wants to pay kesef Mali. So just like over there, it says bekesef Mali, and it means Kol Shavah Kol Shavya. So to over here bekesef Mali. And so we have to understand as follows. Aleph, Ma Madgish Rashi Bepirish Bekesef Mali Kol Shavya. The Lechei Rarizel Muvanaya Pashat Bekesef. What is Rashi trying to tell us? What is Rashi emphasizing that Bekesef Mali means the value of the, of, the, of, the, of the field? Seemingly that's what it means Bekesef Mali. What else could it mean? Base, Ma Hi Haraya Mi Kesef Mali Shibu David HaMelech. Usually, if you're going to bring a proof, you're going to bring a proof that the Kesef Malay means something else because elsewhere it says the Kesef Malay was something else or it says something else that implies this, this meaning. If over there it says the Kesef Malay and here it says the Kesef Malay, how is that a riot over here? Base. So, our basic question is. So far, what is Rashi coming to tell us? What's bothering Rashi, as they often say? And what is the Raya from David HaMelech? So to answer the second question of why we bring in David HaMelech, maybe Rashi is just trying to bring, there's a Lashon and Rashi sometimes, Matsinu bimikra. That when you have a, a word or a phrase that is unusual, so Rashi says, don't worry, it's not so unusual. There's another case in, in Chumash or in Tanakh that it brings the same a phrase or the same word. So maybe Rashi is just trying to bring another, a friend, so to speak, another case in Tanakh where you have the same expression. And why does he need to bring a Chaver? Why does he need to bring another, another place? The Kashalai Halashan Malay. Because Rashi is bothered by the Lashon Mali. In other words, what is bothering Rashi that, bring, that causes him to bring a Chaver to the word, words Kesef Mali? Because Rashi is bothered by the word Mali. B'shaychas Kesef, as it pertains to the word Kesef money. Full. The word Mali means full. You can say something is full if it can also be the opposite of full, namely empty. For example, a vessel, a receptacle. So it says, She filled her, her, her pitcher. She filled her vessel. Because it was empty and she filled it. Another example, it says, The bird, the pit that they threw Yosef in was empty. Because it, could be, because it was empty, it could become full. 
Aval bekesef masma bitu chaser shalim. By money, you could say there's lacking, or it's the complete amount of money. Oydav maat, or there's a lot of money versus a little bit of money. Vekadema, etc. But to say full money, I mean, we say in English full price, but to say full money, it doesn't seem to flow. And the Farashi says that yes, it means full money, meaning to say the Kasef Malay. And there's another Pasuk, and so from David we see that it is the way of the Pasik to sometimes use the word Malay with regards to Kesef. Instead of using the word Shalim, which would be complete money, the full amount of money, it sometimes we use the Lashon Malay also. So, this is the suggestion, and this is actually Rashi quote in the Aras he brings from the Be'er Ma'im Chaim and others. These are so. This is what some of the Mefarshei Rashi suggest. The Rashi is bothered by the word Malay, and therefore he says, one second, there's a pasik in Divrei Hayamim where David says the Kesef Malay. So we see that it's possible to use Malay for Kesef. Avol if he's any move but that still leaves us two questions. So then, if he's just bringing a chaver and he's not coming to uh, 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 to give us more information, then why does he say v'chein David? So David said to Aravna, which seems to imply that he's giving us the story versus v'chein David. If he just wanted to refer to a chaver, another place in the Chumash where it says, or in the Tanakh where it says this expression, it says v'chein David. Base. According to this, the Rashi is only coming to bring a chaver, to bring another, another, another example in Chumash, where in Tanakh, where the Torah says the word Malay for kesef, but he's not coming to touch the word kesef Malay because that, to translate kesef Malay, because that is obvious to us what it means. Kimuvanu because it's understood. The Rashi didn't have to bring the first half of Rashi to say that the words are Shalim Kol Shavya, I will pay the full value. If the Rashi is bothered by the Kesef Malay, the words Kesef Malay, the word Malay, and because of that, he's, all he's trying to do is to bring a Raya, a Chavir, another example where he uses the word Malay, Kesef, then what he should have done is said, gone, gone straight to the Chavir. Why does Rashi explain the words Ashalim Kol Shavya, which is seemingly self-understood, and has no purpose because the whole purpose of Rashi is only to bring a chaver. So therefore, the, the, this suggested explanation is an insufficient explanation because it still leaves us with two questions. A, why does Rashi say Ashalem Kol Shavya? And B, why does Rashi say V'chein David? Instead of saying V'chein David, which would give us the reference to the chaver of the Kesef Mali by David. Gimel. We have two more questions on this Rashi. Question Gimel, because we had Aleph and Beis and Ois Aleph. So we already asked two questions. Now we have our third question. Now, without following the, the, the pshat in the previous eyes, that this, the, own, the whole purpose of Rashi is for a chaver. So obviously Rashi has more than, is bringing more than just that. But he wants to tie the words bekesef Malay. Why does he add the word ashalim? So bekesef Malay means kol shavya, the full value. Why does he have to say ashalim kol shavya, I'm going to pay the full value. Dalit. David Omar La Ravna This is similar to the question that we asked in the previous paragraph, in the previous Ois Ois Beis on the Be'er Ma'im Chaim. Why does he say V'chein David Omar La Ravna? Should have said V'chein David. So to by David, there's a word B'kesef Malay that it means the same thing over there. 
Why does it have to say, David It seems like he's telling us a story. What is he trying to tell us? In other words, there seems to be a greater connection between David and Avram Avinu, that it's not just the wording of the Kesaf Malay, but there's something in the story, in the context of what's going on by David and by Avram that is more similar than it seems just by, if it would have said, V'chein bin David. V'abir b'kozeh, and now we're going to answer the questions. Well, there's one point that we're going to make in Ayaz Dalit, and that will answer, that will lead us to the answer of all the questions. And that is, is that there's really two ways to translate Bekesaf Malay. Does the word Malay, is it referring to the price, or is it referring to the coins, to the money? Does Bekesaf Malay mean that he was paying with good coins? with quality coins, with quality money? Or does he mean to say mole, he's talking about the value and the price that he's going to pay the full price? And that's what Rashi is coming to tell us. Bashkafa Rishayna, the kesef mole, mashma shemole koyala kesef. At first glance, one can say that mole is referring to the money. Hainu shavram meidiya bozeh, that Avram is saying that the coins that he's going to use is going to be a, a coins that are f- at full value. Their weight, you know, uh, uh, coins weren't just represent like the way they are today. They, a coin represents a value. In the olden days, a coin was weight. It was a certain weight of gold or a certain weight of silver. So he was going to give uh, uh, coins that have the proper weight value. The Shehoyah Madbeya Kesef Molei Lo Yechsar Dover That there was nothing missing in the weight of the coins. So it could be that that's the Pshat, the Kesef Molei, that he's going to give the full, the coins will be good quality coins that nothing is rubbed off, nothing is chipped, nothing is missing in the weight of the coins. Or similar to the Yerushalmi, which Yerushalmi says, Kintirin. Kintirin is large coins. Coins, uh, Kintirin in um, English, they call it Centenaria. It's called Centenaria because the Rashi in Bechayrus says that a kintarin is, is, weighs a hundred sloyim. So it would be like a hundred dollar bill, but in weight. So the Yerushalmi says that Avram offered kintarin, these coins that are worth a hundred sloyim, that weigh a hundred sloyim. Rashi actually says on the Pasuk that Avram gave or Avram took large coins. It was big coins. So it could be, now Rashi doesn't say that I'm the Kesef Mole. Rashi purposely does not say, as we'll see in a moment, that Rashi is not talking about the coins. But by Oiver La Soicher, Rashi says, Shkalim Gdolim. So a person might have thought that Bekesef Mali means that Avram was telling the Bnei Ches that he's ready to pay big coins or heavy coins or full weight coins or good quality coins. That Mali is referring on the money. And this is what Rashi wants to negate. This is what Rashi wants to dis- argue with when he comes to say his words. Ashalem kol shavya. That the word mali is not referring to the money, the, va- the, the, the quantity or the weight of the money. That Avram is referring to the field and its full price. Avram Omar, the Kesef Mali, Hainu Ashalim Avram is saying, I'm ready to pay the full price, the full value of the field. 
How does it fit in the word male, full? The money will be in such a sum. It'll fulfill the entire price. It'll complete, it'll pay the full value of the field. And that's the answer to the first question of the Sikha. Why does it, what is Rashi coming to tell us? Rashi is coming to tell us that unlike what you might suggest, like the Radak says, that Bekesef Moli means that the money, the coins, will be big or full or complete. Rather, Avram is saying, I'm ready to pay full price. And where's Rashi's Hechrich? Why, what, what necessitates Rashi to, to reach this conclusion? It's understood from the, from the Psukim. What happened in the Psukim, you may want to look in the Psukim, uh, in the actual Chumash, where Avram comes and says, Avram asked for a, for a place where he could bury Sarah. Come to Bnei Ches and say, where did he give it to you? Where did he give it to you for free? And for this, Avram answers, So, what's happening over here? It comes out that when Avram is requesting from the Bnei Ches, that they should give him, their offering should give him the Maras Machpelah, and Bekesef Mali, he should give it to me, Bekesef Mali, is coming to negate that which the Bnei Ches said to him earlier, You are a prince amongst us, uh, uh, we'll give you the best of our burial places, nobody's going to hold back from you. They had suggested that he should take it from them without paying, they should, he should take it for free. Avram says, no, I'm not ready to do that. I want to pay the full price. So from the Hamshech HaKsuvim, where there's a discussion about paying, it makes sense to say that when Avram answers Bekesef Moli Yitnan Ali, what he's trying to say is, I do want to pay the price of the field. But if you're going to say that Kesef Moli means big coins, Avram's response with regards to the size or the, or the shape of the coins is not responding to the suggestion of Bnei Ches with regards to how they're going to give the field. Only after Avram talks about how he's going to give it, that he doesn't want to take it for free, then it makes sense to say, let's talk about, the, about what kind of coins. But if they're saying, we'll give it you for free, first Avram has to say, no, I'm going to pay. Then he could say, I'm ready to pay big coins. But to say I'm going to pay big coins without him first responding to say, no, I want to pay, seems to not flow properly. And this is the answer of, this is the reason of Rashi. Remember Kushya Gimel. The third question was, why does Rashi say, Ashalim, I'm going to pay? That I'm going to pay and I don't want a free gift. By saying the word Ashalim, he's explaining how he got to this chat. Because Avram was just offered to get it for free, now he's responding and saying, I want to pay, I don't want it for free. It makes sense to say that Kasef Mali means I'm going to pay the full price. And not that we're talking about the coins. Oh. So that is the first half of Rashi. The first half of Rashi is Ashalim Kol Shavya, and Rashi is coming to tell us that Kasef Mole means that he's ready to pay the full price of the field. He's not talking about the coins. And the reason why Rashi, uh, uh, what Rashi has to say this is because that's the flow of the Psukim, that it's talking about Ashalim, that it's talking about the fact that Avram wants to pay in response to the fact that Bnei Ches offered that he shouldn't have to pay. Avom Mikol Mokayim, Eishei, it's still possible to say that the Kesef Mali is talking about the money. And he's going to suggest that maybe Avram was saying two things. That when he said, that really he was saying the Kesef Mali means I'm going to pay big coins. 
or, 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 or full coins. But by saying that, automatically, he is also saying, I want to pay. He was including two things, two messages in one phrase, in one statement. I, when when Bnei Chai said, I'm going, we want to give it to you for free, he said, I'm going to pay big coins, which basically means I'm going to pay, not going to take it for free, and I want to give big coins. And that's what it's going to suggest a person could have understood in the Pasuk. A person could, could, could be could, could, could catch ein. It's taken not a good, uh, easy pshat, but a person might try to make a difficult pshat and say the money goes in the money. And even though Avram's uh, response is not directed directly to the suggestion of because he's not clearly negating the idea of a gift which is what the Bnei suggested that when Avram says that he's going to give big coins or full coins this automatically includes his refusal to take it for free so if your hachrich is the is the hemshachaksovim the flow of the psukim that one can still say takanat the the easiest way to put it but farthest as molly molly is not really the word you use to say uh, on kesef so the fact that it says bekesef mole, one could say he's talking about the coins, and when he says bekesef mole, he, he he means to negate both, to negate the argument, the suggestion of Nechais about giving it for free, that he's going to pay for it and he's going to pay full price. The lachain, and therefore, in order in order to entirely negate this approach that kesef mole is referring to the money. And Avram is saying two things in one. Rashi adds the proof the, 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 from, from David that so too David said to Avram, Bekesef Mali. Rashi's intention here is not to, to just bring another place where it says Bekesef Mali like we suggested in his base from some of the other Mepharsha. Rashi wants to support, strengthen his pshat in the words Bekesef Mali, that it is Avram is negating the suggestion of a free gift, and he wants to say, I'm paying full price. And to support his pshat, he brings a proof from what happened to Divrei Yamim. What happened to Divrei Yamim? Why did David want to pay also over there by David HaMelech? Um, Aravna said to David in Divrei he's called Arnon. Kach uh, sorry. Um, There's a pasuk somewhere I don't have it in front of me. Hakoyel nosati, that 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 uh, Aravna is suggesting that he wants to give everything for free, and David says, "Tenoli mekayim agayden ve'evner by mizbeach la Hashem bechesef molei tneyuli." And then again later, there's a the next pasuk, "Kikonei ekne bechesef molei." And here's the pasuk that he brings in the sicha, "Kiloi esra asher lechal la Hashem v'halis elis chinam." I don't want to bring to Hash that which is yours to Hashem, and I don't want to bring an oila which I got for free. In that Pasik, if you read the context of the Pasik, David is saying explicitly what he means by Bekesef Mali. That Bekesef Mali means I don't want it for free. I don't want it for free. So by saying over there, Bekesef Mali clearly means that David is saying, I don't want it for free. So therefore, this is a proof to Rashi that also over here, when it says Bekesef Mali, it means I don't want it for free. So this answers our question base. 
which was, what's the raya from the Kasef Mali if it's the same Lashen? Because it's the context that he's learning from. Not the words the Kasef Mali, but the Kasef Mali together with the context where he says clearly, I don't want it for free. And the question Dalit was, why does it say the Chain David Ravna? So that's what he says now. And therefore Rashi is elaborates and says, To tell us that Rashi is referring not just that he's referring not just to the words the Kesef Malay, he's referring to the context of what David said to Aravna. The proof is not just from the words the Kesef Malay, but it's from the reasoning that David gave. To Aravna, because that is Rashi's Raya. That the reasoning that Rashi, that David gives to Aravna is, I don't want it for free. So is this a Raya that because of Mali means I'm going to pay full price. And so too over here, because of Mali means I'm not going to pay full, I'm not going to take it for free. I'm going to pay full price. And it's not referring to the size or the weight of the coins. In Oizvav, He's going to take it a step deeper and he's going to say that in the Bechein David Omar La Ravna, it's not just a proof to the, to the um, telling us, you know, it's not just telling us what, that we should look at the context of what's happening uh, by David Amelech, but actually it's going to answer another question. Why take does David not, does Avram Avinu not want to take it for free? And as the Rebbe is going to bring in the Sikha, it already belonged to him. Why is he trying to pay for something that already belongs to him? We could say additionally, by Rashi saying, there's, is, there's a deeper message. And this will make it more gishmak, it'll make it more understood that, Ra- that Rashi refers to the context of David Amelech with the words V'chein David Amar Laravna and didn't use other words to bring up the context of what's going on over there. Because by saying the words V'chein David Amar Laravna it actually answers a question that couldn't be raised. Because there's a question. My time at Avram, what is the reason that Avram wanted to purchase the field? And the with full price. He could have taken it without paying any money, not as a gift, which we clearly he didn't want to do, but because It says that the Abish they promised that it's Israel to Avram Avinu. So the male Avram Avinu could have taken this. As Rashi says on the Pasuk, Rashi says, the Madrasha God, if you want, I'm a ger. And, if, and, 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 and treat me like, nicely as a stranger. If not, I am a Teshav, and I could take it in Adin, I could take it, it's rightfully mine. Because the Abish just said, Rashi himself brings this. So the question is, why does Avram want to pay for it? And this Rashi is answering, Meshav is in quotation marks, because he doesn't say it explicitly. But he is alluding to answer this, by telling us that we find the same question, the same concept by David. David said to Aravna, I want to pay full price, and the same question could have been on David. Why does David want to pay full price? As we'll see in a moment, that David rightfully owned the, the gate in Ayyavusi. And from David, we'll be able to answer the question for over here. And here's the question that we have on David the Malach. David HaMelech, Kovas Es Yerushalayim Yeravna HaMelech. It's very interesting that both the word David HaMelech, HaMelech is underlined, and Aravna HaMelech is underlined. Because in the Psukim, in Divri Ayyaman, where it speaks by Aravna, it doesn't refer to him as a Melech. But he was the Melech of Yerushalayim. And when a king captures something from another king, not, you know, a king goes and takes something from a private citizen, or a private citizen takes something from another private citizen. When a king takes something from a king, conquers something from a king, this is a legitimate form of ownership. Because that's the way it works from, from king to king. That when one country conquers another country, the ownership changes to the conquering country. So in David HaMelech, 
conquers Yerushalayim from Aravna Amelech, the male is Achabakulam Idin Kibush. So therefore, David Amelech legitimately takes ownership of the entire Yerushalayim because of the laws of Kibush, the laws of conquering. Nevertheless, when he wants to now build a Mizbeach in Yerushalayim, he did not suffice with his ownership, with his rights, because of the conquering. Nor was he, would he suffice the fact that Aravna would give it to him. He needed wanted that it should be his entirely fully by paying full price. And David gives the reason for this. I don't want to carry that or, or to bring that which is yours to Hashem. If David was to take, if David was to was to take the garden from from Aravna, only because it was his as from the laws of conquering, as I it doesn't entirely negate the connection between Aravna and the and the silo. Even if Aravna gave it as a gift, so he's giving up this small connection that he has with it. Because it still remains uh, somewhat. Aravna, it's called Asher Lecha. It was yours. And Aravna still has some hold on this Gaiden. It's also possible, it's not, it doesn't say this, but it's also possible that besides the, the rights of ownership, there's also a, a, uh, a, a, a metaphysical connection, if you will. In other words, if Aravna had owned it, even if, uh, 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 even if uh, uh, David conquered the whole Yerushalayim, uh, Ravna still was in control of the Gaiden. Then he came and he said, give it to me. Or, 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 or Ravna gave it. They still say, this is sponsored by Ravna. This is Ravna's Gaiden. It's still, there's still some connection. By David Amelach paying Kesef Mole, he, uh, 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 like it says by Avram, it lifts up the entire Sodra, the entire Gaiden from Ravna, and Aravna loses any connection to it whatsoever. Therefore, David pays the entire value to remove any rights that Aravna may have entirely. That he should have no hold and no connection to the Mizbeach that he's building and to the Karbonus that he's bringing. And the same thing can be applied to Avram. And this is why Rashi brings this and says the words, He did not want that the Masada, the, the, the Ma'ara in which he is burying Sodom. And Avram himself is going to be buried there. And the, and the rest of the Avis Vimais as well. The Tishoya buys the Shishakas definitely should have any kind of connection to Shakas whatsoever. But if in Shishmay Allah, and even the fact that they would call it Zdei Ephraim, or they would have it, they would have his name on it, and therefore Avram refused to take it, even though right, it was rightfully his. Nor did he want a gift. He wanted to pay the whole price so that it should totally be removed from the possession and from the connection of any kind to Ephraim Achiti. And therefore, this answers in full the questions that we had on Rashi. Question number one, why does Rashi say the words, what is bothering Rashi? What's he trying to tell us with Bekes of Molay? And the answer, of course, is that he wants to tell us that it's referring to the value and not to the coins or the money. Question two, what's the raya from David HaMelech? If it's the same words over there, and the answer is that the raya is from the context of uh, the story of David HaMelech, that he did not want to take anything for free. Question three is, why did it say Ashalim 
And the answer is, is because that's what that's how Rashi is emphasizing what he's trying to say, that he's referring to the fact that he wanted to pay and not get a free field. And question four is why does Rashi elaborate the Khain David Amalaravda? And the answer to that is that Rashi is trying to tell us to look at the context of the story there that he didn't want something for free and also to explain to us why Avram didn't want to take it even though it was rightfully his because he wanted like David HaMelech that there should be no connection whatsoever between Ephraim and Achiti and the Me'ora that is going to ultimately hold uh, the Avais the, the, uh, and the Imois. In Oiz Zion he's going to utilize, use this explanation in Rashi to show how it affects an area in Nigla in, hal- in, in Halacha of Teirah. Even though Rashi is Pshutish Mikra and is always focused on explaining the basic understanding of the Pasik, but nevertheless often there are wondrous things in Rashi that affect other parts of the Teirah. And Alidei Pirusha Shorashi Khan, by Rashi over here saying that Ashalim Koshavya, that it means he's going to pay the full price. And it doesn't mean that he's talking about the coins. This answers a question in the Chalik of Halacha and Teirah. The fact that you can acquire Karka, uh, uh, real estate, uh, real a property with money. Nilmud the Gemara is learned in the Gemara Masech the Kiddushin Me'akosiv Sodeis Bekesef Yikno. Over there in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says Nachasim Sheyeshla Nachrayes Niknin Bekesef Ubishtaro Bachazak. Nachasim Sheyeshla Nachrayes is basically things like real estate that are unmovable. And the, the Mishnah says they could be acquired with money, with a, with a star, with a document, or through ownership. Chazaka. Making a chazaka. So the Gemara says, Bekesef Menolam. How do I know that I could be kaina, a karka with kesef? Omar Chizki, Omar Kra, Sodis Bekesef Yiknu. That the Chizkiya says that there's a Pasik in Yirmiya, Sodis Bekesef Yiknu, they're going to acquire fields with money. So from here we see that a, a, a field could be acquired with money. Upirish Petesvis. Now Tesvis has a question. Why doesn't he bring a raya from Ephraim? Where Avram acquired a field from Ephraim with money. I know Shavram Kones. Shavram Kones. I saw the bekes of me Ephraim. The fact that Avram bought a field from Ephraim with money. And for Tesvis, Mishum, the deal Mahani Mili Minachli Shakokinyoni Bekesef. It could be that since Ephraim was a goy, and therefore the, really the only way to acquire something from a goy is through money. So therefore, not necessarily could we learn a raya from Ephraim to, uh, to a regular transaction occurring between two Yidin, that it could also work because That was Tesis's answer. But according to our explanation that we learned over here, when Nashi says that Bekesef Mali means I want to pay the entire value of the field, it's understood very simply why we can't use the purchase of Avram, Avram's purchase of the field from Ephraim as a raya to the fact that you can buy regular fields with money. First of all, the idea of a Kenyan doesn't mean that I'm buying it because I paid the full price. Kenyan means that when I do something uh, uh, symbolic sometimes, by that action I am halachically transferring the ownership from the said item. For example, sometimes there's no money involved at all. There's something called a Kenyan Agav Sudr, which by lifting up a handkerchief, taking ownership of the handkerchief, I am with that taking upon myself responsibilities or ownerships or a transaction of other things. So, and there's no money involved whatsoever in this, in this Kenyan. Same thing when the Mishnah says that you could be kaina a field bekesef, it doesn't mean by paying for it. It means that if I take a shava pruta and I give it to the owner, uh, and by the transfer of money, even a minute amount of money, as long as it's a, sh- a shava pruta, with that transfer of ownership, 
uh, a transfer of money, the, the field transfers ownership as well. And over here, Avram paid full price. So we don't know that, that, that a field could be purchased with money. We, that, a, that, a, a, that a kenyan for a field could be made with money. We know that you could, if you pay the price, it's, it's an exchange. You give money, I give a field. That's not, that, that, that's not a chiddush. And since over here Avram paid full price, there's no raya from over here to a regular kenyan. So I'll do it inside again. In addition to the fact that we would not have known from this limud, the, the, the main din of Kenyan, that you could acquire money, acquire a field uh, or, or, or real estate through money. That you could acquire it with a shava pruta. Even when the actual value of the karka is more. Because Avram paid the full price. So you can't learn from here that you could acquire kesef. You could acquire a sada or a karka with just a little bit amount of money. In addition to that, we just explained that Avram gave the money not for the purpose of acquiring it. Sharif was just for the purpose of acquiring it. He could have taken it because it was right, excuse me, it was rightfully his and it would have been owned by him. So why did Avram give the money? Like we said earlier in Eis, uh, 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 um, Dalit, but more, in Eis Hay, but more importantly in Eis Vav, what we wanted to do is take any connection, even to a field that wasn't his anymore. Still, he wanted to remove a connection from him. This wasn't about a Kenyan. This was about a, a more ruchni as they could think almost, to try to take away any shaykhus that Ephraim had to the field. And therefore, clearly this is not about a Kenyan, and therefore we couldn't learn a Kenyan. So besides the fact that it was, besides the fact that once you say a shalem calls shavya that he's paying the whole price, it's already not a limut for Kenyan, Kenyan kesef pekarka. But once you know why Avram paid the money, that he paid the money not to acquire it, but to remove the shaykhis of Ephraim to the field, we know that it wasn't a regular, it wasn't just about Kenyan, and therefore we can't learn from there to here. So by this understanding, this limud of Rashi, and by understanding it the way the Rebbe taught it to us here in the Sikha, this also affects uh, 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 an answer to a question that Teisvis asks in the Gemara in Kiddush. Now we go to Yenish Shaltaner. After such a Gishmaka Rashi, there has to be a lesson that could be taken for us. Eishchas. Meha inyanim. The Yenish Shaltaner of Pirish Asher Shofanenu of the things of the wine of Tater, the Chesidus, the lesson the deeper elements in the Rashi before us. Isa Bezayar, the Zayar says, Sha mitzvah tzrichais liyeis leibe rekanyo ube magno. Rekanyo means empty and magno means for free. The Zayar over there is talking about the word v'yikhuli, v'yikhuli truma, take it from me. So the Zayar says, someone who wants to uh, put in an effort in a mitzvah, he has to put in the effort as much as possible, as much as he can. Because you cannot merit to bring down the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Ruach, the Holy Ebishter, unless it's B'Sachar Sholem, unless it's in, with pay, by paying the full price. Or by, by. So the Zohar says that a mitzvah cannot be B'Rekanyo B'Magna, it can't be empty and free. In other words, either by rote, I mean just doing it without any feeling, or by, by getting away with doing something easy, and, and cheap because if you do it in, 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 empty and free if you do it uh, perfunctorily uh, uh, just because you have to just because it's, it, it, you're used to it then it does not draw down the Ruach HaKedosh free is something how it works by the, by the, by the, by the forces of Heipech HaKedosh like in Mitzrayim, there's a passage that says that remember what we ate in Mitzrayim for free. So this explains that what we get from Mitzrayim we can get for free because it's coming from Klippus. But when it comes to Kedusha, it cannot be for free. A person has to invest effort as much as uh, uh, properly as much as he can. 
and to pay for, to pay full price. And this is what Rashi is telling us. That Avram says, "I want to pay the full price." David said, "I want to pay the full price." I don't want to give something to Hashem which I didn't pay for, which I got for free. And this is what I, this is how Avram conducted himself in generally. Avram the Marshal, we know. He's a paradigm of chesed. He had his tent open on all four sides. People came and went. Avram, when he, when, when he did his gemilas chesedim, he did it not just to yoytzezayim, but he did it kidikayos and kifum chelei. That he was mekayim, the union of gemilas chesedim, in, <coughs> in a proper way and in a full price. In the Ayah 43, he references a sicha in chelik hei, where over there he talks about the fact that the Abishter did not visit Avraham Avinu until the third day. Why? Because the Abishter wanted, or Avram wanted, that he should experience the pain of the bris, because he wanted to have the full experience, even though it was a difficult experience. In the Sicha over there, he brings examples where when it comes to a mitzvah, you want to be able to uh, pay the full price, so to speak, to have the full mitzvah experience, even if it becomes difficult. One example is from the Arizal. That the Arizal would never argue about the price of a mitzvah. He wouldn't negotiate. Whatever the price was, he would pay. Because he didn't want to get a deal. He knew Mistama, he was the Arizal, maybe the, the vendor would give him a deal. He didn't want a deal. He wanted to pay the full price. Another example is from the Gemara in Sukkot, where it says that there was a time of a famine, and Rabbi, Shmuel, Rabbi Gamliel paid a thousand zoos for an esrik, which a thousand zoos is a crazy price for an esrik, but nevertheless, yes, that was the price, even though it was for a, for a, for a, a, a side reason, there was punct of famine, but nevertheless, Rabbi Gamliel paid the whole price for the esrik. And the other example that the Rebbe brings is from, is from the Alter Rebbe, with the famous story that the Alter Rebbe wanted to make Kiddush Levana when he was in the boat that was uh, 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 crossing the moat between the prison buildings and he was able to stop the boat and yet he didn't do Kiddush Levana until the captain of the boat stopped the boat by himself because he wanted that, that the, even the hachana for the mitzvah should be it should be done naturally and not rely on Nisim so, from, it's a, so here we see that Saibai Avram Avinu by the Mila, that he experienced all the pain of the Mila. And we see the whole concept of when we do a mitzvah, it should be done properly with a proper investment, with a proper price, and not by cutting corners, and so on and so forth. And the lesson in the Aveda of every Yid. Which the Indian of Ayid is to to refine and to uplift, to transform through Tayro Mitzvahs, the place where he finds himself. That the Yid himself should be the Balabas. That means that a person should take ownership of his of his part of the world. The Ishtadlus by specifically putting in the money and putting in the work and putting in the effort, the labor of Magna, not to cut it corners or get it for free or get a deal. And he, he mentions in the order 44 that the Tzamach Tzedek said to someone who wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael, Mach the Eretz Yisrael, which means that this ownership that Avram Avinu was taking of Eretz Yisrael, every Yid can take ownership of Eretz Yisrael, wherever he is. He owns by doing mitzvahs, tero mitzvahs, and doing so by paying for it, and by, by investing a chayis and a gishmak. And the Rebbe explains more. It's not just about the, uh, the, the, the effort. A person shouldn't say to himself, since my abilities are good, I'm naturally talented. The was given to me as a gift. 
and it's easy for me to, to fulfill, tater, fulfill mitzvahs. Because my nefesh are bamis, me it's don't get in the way so much. Like the Alter Rebbe brings in Tanya and Perek that a person can be a mitzun and betivi, a person can be a cold person and doesn't have such tithes. And the Alter Rebbe over there says he's called le'avodoi. He's considered someone who didn't serve Hashem fully. So the person is going to say, well, you know, you give all the idea of effort and toil is beyond me. I don't need to work hard. I could learn today easily. I could do mitzvahs easily. This is the lesson that comes from Avram and David. They didn't want to acquire for free even that which there was there was the, even the portion that they were deserving of it. So you can little benak on the could have come easily. They didn't want the easy way. They didn't want to just take it. They gave for the, the whole price. Even someone was able to learn Teda for full mitzvahs without working hard. Because then, nevertheless, in order to be mevarer his chelik in the world, to remove it entirely from under the rulership of Kilipa, the Yiyadirile is Barich, and it should become a dwelling place for Hashem, who Dafka, the Yistadlus, is only when a person invests effort and work and toil. Like he brings in the Arda 46 from the Gemara and Megillah, from the, which is also one of the Yud based Sukim, Umamari Chazal, You can't reach the ultimate Mitzvah without Yigia. So the lesson over here is, is that there's no free lunch. You, you, if you get away cheaply, then you, you'll only accomplish a little bit. If you want to transform your life, you want to transform your world, to make it a didalei yizbarich, to mach do eretz yisrael, then you have to work hard. It has to be an aveide, a shtadlus, an aveide, and a yegiya. And then you could accomplish what has to be accomplished. Now you come from a, from a, a little uh, from the world of that when a person does this Aveda he pays the price then you reach the level of which Chassidus explains that the 400 coins refers to tough almond Ksufin the four world the 400 worlds of Ksufin Ksufin is the love or the yearning the desire to Hashem which is referring to the dwelling places of the tzaddikim in Elam Haba. The Aiba Meyeshekal Kesef is referring to the dwelling places of the tzaddikim that are filled with Kesef. Kesef comes from the Lush Nichsef Nichsafti. I desire, I yearn uh, 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 for the Eibishter, which is in the in the in the in the his galus pechin is save of kalaman. This uh, uh, this. Dira of the tzaddikim is a revelation of the uh, of say of kalaman like it says soicher comes from the word schar schar around and around it's a, it's which is a reference to say of kalaman so through the person investing the full price through that a person could reach arba meyeshek al kesef he reaches the level of the almond the kisufin the worlds of love which is the dwelling places of the tzaddikim. Of Lasid Lave, which is the revelation of Save of Kalalmin, and I is calling it Didasi Tzadikaya, the dwelling place of Tzadikim, but it's referring to the every Yid is Shaykh to receive this revelation because the Amech Kulum Tzadikim, every Yid is a Tzadik, and therefore every Yid is worthy of this revelation. All we have to do is put in the effort, put in the price, put in the work, and then we, are, we will be Zeicha to the greatest Giluyim. May it be. The card of Mamish.